Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Hello to you and welcome. This is the Daily Show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every uh, day of the work week. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, I got. I need a haircut. I'm, I can see it. I'm like looking right at me and it's like, it's. I don't like it. It doesn't look bad though. Kind of got the Anderson Cooper thing going on. And I know my wife loves that. Um, okay. So, so glad you are here. Um, there is a little bit of confusion. Uh, I've said this before, but, um, when you start the show on Twitch, no matter whether you're subscribed or not, you will get an ad right at the beginning. The point of the subscription is no ads during the show from what I understand. So if there is any confusion, uh, I think that's it. If not, I don't fucking know. I just don't. And, uh, so thank you. Welcome. So glad uh, you guys are all here. A special bunch of people to be sure. All right. Big bill drops. What does that even mean? Well, it's one of my two girls. Always at about, uh, with all that is happening right now, as we do this show from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Uh, you know, you got education bills, you've got wedding bills. And my, uh, Jackie now T minus 17 days till the big wedding. So all these bills are due. Good news, bad news. She calls me and she says, Dad, we don't need a limousine. And I'm like, okay. That's that's fine. Um, why? We're doing everything on site. Photographs, wedding photographs, everything is there. We don't we don't actually even need a limousine. I go, all right, yes. Awesome. And then she's like, um, so that was that was great. And uh, recently, I just paid the bill for the venue. That was probably the that was the the big Kahuna, the venue with all of the food, and uh, and then it, well, it's all turnkey, you know. You uh, one price for all of that, but then there's things like, you know, photographer, and videographer, and I think the photographer is paid, and I know the venue's paid, and yesterday. She calls me. It, uh, I'm like laying in bed. Now, all I'm really concerned about at 10 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night is uh, whatever. Playing Candy Crush. Maybe get some stories to talk about on this dumb show. And so on and so forth. FaceTime. Pick it up. Hello. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Hey, honey. What do you want to show me? Uh, show me the dog. You want to uh, 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 joke about something funny that happened? Maybe uh, I don't know what. What? Yeah, I got I got the bill for the flowers. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know, don't get don't don't fret about this. By the way, and and then I said to her, um, well, actually, I I talked to my uh, tax guy, the Gins. Tag Accounting, who you'll be hearing more from very, very soon. I said to him the other day, I go, hey, I talk about the wedding and things like that on the podcast. I'm writing that off, right? He goes, oh, yeah. So uh, a percentage of this uh, uh, is is accounted for. So that's great. 
He goes, do you, yeah, you talk about it on the podcast as part of your content, right? Which is what you do for a living, right? Yeah. Okay, great. How about college? How about school for my daughter? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, how about any home improvement? Well, basically, how about everything? Vet bills. I write all that shit off. If I did not have life uh, 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 prying into my pocketbook, I would not have anything to talk about. I would sound like this. Divided this building in half, and the other half is now a hotel. And we just can't have that. Anyway. She goes, guess how much it's going to be? I go, uh, flowers. A hundred dollars. She goes, no. Well, what all has to be flowered? She's like, uh, well, the aisles, the centerpieces, bridesmaids, um, all the, well, the entire bridal party, um, just, just, just a ton. I go $200. She says, no. $2,800 for flowers. I go, okay, just. Send me the figure. Send me the figure. Send me the number, how I make the payment, and then that's it. Weddings are big business. Kenny says weddings are stupid. I don't know about that. It's a gigantic moment. I kind of like weddings. You know what my favorite type of wedding is, though? The hillbilly wedding. When you go there and, you know, like if you, um, because at this wedding, they uh, plate the food and they, they're bringing you the food. And that's, okay, great. And uh, the food, I expect it to be awesome. But what I like is when it's like a buffet line. You know, where you just got sternos keeping the food warm and it's like uh, a big vat of uh, mascacholi or lasagna or fried chicken or macaroni and cheese. The stuff you get at, uh, you know, the fucking fish fry at the VFW. Stuff like that. That's my type of wedding. You know, and the DJ doesn't give a shit about anything. He's playing like classic rock songs. You know, everybody at the wedding is young, but yet he's playing 38 Special and Leonard Skinner. And people are like, yeah, we don't know any of these songs. They say, shut up. You know, that's my kind of wedding. So, all right. Believe me, though, I am not, I'm, I'm not the type to complain about this. Okay. I, I love this. This is what dads are designed to do. This is how it's supposed to be. If you've not been a total fuck up while raising your family, this is how it's supposed to go. Daughters call dads and say, dad, this is what's up. And I'm like, ah, 
fuck me. All right, whatever. Send it along. I don't give a shit. It's all relative. It all it all works out in the end. Just take care of me when I get old. Okay? Nick says, the main dish, tater tot casserole. How about tater tot casserole? I have never had a variation of that that I haven't liked. It is one of the uh, purest, most perfect comfort foods that has ever existed. Tater tot casserole. I make mine with cream of mushroom soup. I think it's been a while. Oh, just fantastic. And then you get like, uh, after you bake it and then you put like an entire package of shredded cheddar on top of it and put it back in there for like another 10 minutes. It's just bubbly. Wingnut 3304, who I forget who that is, says, I have four girls. Oh, man, dude. Yeah, okay. This is what you do. You live for this. We're going to live for the music. Bad company, Paul Rogers. All right. So that is what happened. Big Bill gets uh, dropped on me last night. It's good, okay? Because once this is done, we are now 17 days away before these bills end on this deal. Okay, so the end is near. Silver lining on it. And and uh, Madison is in year two of college. So before too long, we're going to get the bill for the second semester of school. That means once I pay that, we are officially halfway done with the undergrad. Now, I expect her to do master's work in the field that she wants to go into. So... Yeah, there's that. Jesus. You know, I got a family member that just became a physician. He's a dermatologist. I may have talked to you about this or talked with you about this. My oldest stepsister is Sue. Stepsister slash sister. She gets bummed out when I refer to her as as a stepsister. And it's like, well, you know, I, I love you like a sister. I have lots of step members in my family, but... Sorry. You know, I love you. I always say stepsister slash sister because she's sisterly to me. Uh, you probably haven't heard of me talk about Sue too much. Um, what was I just going to talk about? Oh, uh, and her daughter um, is married to, and her name is Sam, is married to this dude named Jason. And Jason uh, just became a practicing dermatologist. And that's a, a terrific, terrific um, branch of medicine to be in. And this guy, he, um, you know, after undergrad, medical, uh, medical school, um, internship, residency. You know, because when you're a resident, you're like a physician, which could be anywhere in the U.S. In this case, he had to move out to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, as a resident physician, I think, um, I mean, you, you make a, a decent wage, um, but it's not like full on doc wage, you know, 
Um, but he finally finishes up. And by the time everything is done, you're looking at like 34, 35, if you're lucky, before you're, everything is in the rear view mirror. So essentially, by the time you get through high school, you're like, all right, I'm going to go to college. And then you're like 18 years old. Then you have, you know, 15 more years of school, like double what you just finished. Oh my God. And like the hardest schooling ever. Uh, Really, really intense. And I'll never forget the guy because uh, we would go up north and he'd bring like a stack of books and everybody would be like shooting guns and acting like an asshole around the fire and and he's there, this bookworm, his face buried in books, sweating it, white knuckle about an upcoming exam. Like, ah, fuck you. It was incredible. And now the guy is a, uh, he runs several dermatology facilities on the east side of the state. Like, he's the boss. And uh, I think he makes like $700,000 a year. <laughs> and, you know, you're you're looking at, Upwards of like a million dollars in student loans. And I'm like, well, okay, that's great. Uh, That's fucking fantastic. So you basically live like a pauper for a couple of years and pay, get out of debt. But Jesus, it takes so much to to be a freaking doctor. So I am not complaining when I think about what the hell some people have to pay for school. Uh Aha. Kenny is a little loquacious today, which is uh, common. He writes, weddings put so much emphasis on trying to put on a huge show for one day that costs more money than should ever be spent on two people getting married. Bah humbug. Harump. Harumph. Aren't you glad Jim went to the courthouse and got married on the cheap? Uh, I am. No, I, I love, uh, well, whether he did it that way or did it via, you know, a big wedding. I'm, I think it's great. Whatever. That's up to the, uh, I'm happy with what the couple getting married is happy with. That is my answer. Okay. Boy, you're going to be a real cock when your daughters get married. Oh, my God. They're going to be like, uh, Dad, hey, uh, I've found the love of my life, and we're really excited about our big day. Well, we, we can't do that. Oh, oh, no way, man. Paper plates, motherfucker. We're going to get ourselves a can of Hawaiian punch and maybe some church and fried chicken. We're going to call today, and I'll pay for that. That's the end of it. Fuck that shit. I ain't doing it. Hell no. Hell no. I I didn't I didn't buy all these video games for nothing. Fuck that! No way! I ain't selling Dig Dug. No way! Shit! No way! Yeah. Shut up. Stupid hillbilly. I can I want to be. A, would you please record? The day that your sweet daughters say, Dad, I've found the love of my life and we're getting married and we'd like to do a nice traditional wedding where, uh, you know, there's there's flowers and a DJ and everybody gets a nice dinner and uh, 
you know, we have a limousine and a photographer and a, a videographer and a wedding. Oh, no, hell no. I'll take pictures. I got me a Polaroid camera. I'll take care of everything. I'll have a video camera in one hand. I'll have uh, a still camera in the other hand. And my friend uh, Cletus, he's going to set up the Chef Boy RD, put it in the crock pot, and then we're going to have a damn good time. Uh, Kenny, again, too many words, writes, what if Jackie married Ernie and you spent this much money on that wedding and she got divorced and was remarrying now a second time? Would you be so eager to spend the money twice? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't play what if games with morons, so shut up. Field Not Found says to Kenny, Zane comes from the east side where you spend way too much money and invite random Joes from work and make it a spectacle. Over in West Michigan, we are more reasonable. Plus, we expect the people getting married to actually spend some of their own money too. Yeah, dick. Uh, they did, first of all. And um, no, I didn't, there's, there's no random Joes invited, dick face. My God. Maureen says second weddings are not covered by parents. I, if if that were to happen, and it wouldn't, uh, if we play Kenny's stupid what-if game, uh, Jackie would not probably even approach me about that scenario. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's play the what-if game. That's so much fun. Kenny says, I'm going to ask Jackie if I can get an invite. No, 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 no. You're not coming. Stay away. Okay? Stay away. Uh, uh, listener, arm's length. Stay away. Remember, we've, we've established uh, barriers and walls. Don't send me your stupid prizes in the mail. Don't come to my fucking house. Stay away. Uh, those low-end those low-end listeners bring cards full of cash, you stupid fucks. LOL, we made bank. Uh, Aram says, come on, you guys make fun of how slow and out of shape he is. Not his daughter's wedding. What the fuck? All right. I guess it's beat the shit out of Eric day. Fine. I can handle that. You assholes. Uh, Aram made fun of me, I think. And Kenny thinks that he's making fun of him. Yeah, I, I don't think he's doing that. I think he's making fun of me. Uh, all right. Busy day today. Uh, just found this out last night. Ben is going to see Bill Burr on Thursday. So we are uh, doing the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast tonight at 7 p.m. Okay. In fact, today's another one of those busy ass days where uh, get podcast work done. All right. And then... Um, I got a meeting at 2 p.m., kind of like a business meeting. No, it is a business meeting. But before that, got to let uh, CC the dog out, which, God, there was an incredible video that I have that I don't have in front of me that I'm going to share on the Patreon. Uh, Jackie's dog, I'm letting the dog out because uh, they're down they're, they're down a car right now. So um, no one can get home at lunchtime to let the dog out. CC is a French bulldog, their dog. 
Now, Cece is reactionary to other dogs. Does not, I mean, it's bad. And uh, I tested that theory yesterday when I was walking around her neighborhood and we encountered a dog. And, okay, you must see this video. And I will share it with you on the Patreon today. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. So, all right, let their dog out. Business meeting. I got to be back here because at 3.15, I've got a scheduled interview, and I just jinxed it, with Michael Rappaport, who I love that guy. I love Michael Rappaport. Uh, he's got a podcast. He's been do- He's got like 950 episodes. He, does- he releases episodes uh, twice a week, but he's been doing his podcast forever. And he is in town doing comedy Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, in the area and then uh, Sunday he goes over to Royal Oak Michigan near right near Detroit in well Metro Detroit and uh <clears throat> at Mark Ridley so I'm stoked about that because I love Rappaport in fact uh, some of you may remember one of the funnier things he uh he'd had a good time with was that fucking cat um there was there's some video that was going around. Some family somewhere in the world had this cat with gigantic eyes that it didn't blink and it had a horrible underbite. It was one of the world's most gruesome looking cats. And uh, Rappaport did an overdub with his voice. And holy shit, was it funny. Audio check, video check. Do you remember this? What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? A fucking cat? Hey, don't fucking look at me like that. That's a weird looking fucking cat. Ma! Yo, there's a stray cat outside. I don't want it starting a fight with Lucy. Lucy, it's okay. It's okay, Lucy. Don't worry about it. Ma! Ma, there's a weird fucking stray cat outside. It looks... It looks like grandma, the fucking thing. Hey, get the fuck out of here. I don't even know if that's a fucking cat. Blink, motherfucker. Hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, he, um, Rappaport, that video that he originally went on, on Instagram when he posted that for the first time. And, uh. What's funny about it is Instagram ended up banning the guy, not banning him, but taking that video down because they said that video was demeaning. <laughs> so he, he demeaned a cat. Um, Rappaport has uh, become a love or hate. I see a Florida man 0814 says this guy is the fucking worst. Unless he's talking about me. I don't think he, I don't think Florida man is because I've seen Florida man here before, but, um, I I've seen that and heard that a lot about Rappaport. Um, but I, I, I disagree. Uh, Rappaport is the fucking shit. He doesn't give a fuck. And that's probably why I like him the most. He just says, ah, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. And um, what's funny is um, Rappaport in Florida Ben says, no, I hate Rappaport. Why do you hate Rappaport? Is it because he may, he bashes on conservatives? Are you a conservative? That That's my first question. 
He beats the shit out of the right all the time, which I do too, for that matter. So I, I, I wonder why you, you would hate Rappaport. Um, I like that style of, um, well, I just like his style. Um, on his podcast, the right have sunk their claws into him because of his politics. He's always bashing Trump and shit like that, which I do too. I mean, who gives a shit? Um, but his rating, he has a 1.8 um, rating on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is historically low. I mean, I feel bad that mine's at like 4.5, but nobody reviews my show. When you're a loser show like me, uh, nobody reviews your show. I've got like 350 reviews. And a lot of them are now uh, former Zaniacs. We're like, let's get him. Let's tell him he's a fucking asshole. Nah, dude, Rappaport's a shit. Not only is he a great comic, um, he's an actor. And he's a filmmaker. He made a terrific 30 for 30 uh, about um, the New York Knicks. And he also did a documentary about um, the group Tribe Called Quest, which I guess a lot of people just love. He knows what the fuck he's doing. I like Rappaport. He does a lot of shit. Plus, he's funny on uh, social media. Uh, Ben Weller says Rappaport is funny and is an underrated actor. Did you ever see the, one of my favorite movies is Copland and he's in it very young. He's only like 27 uh, at the time. A great movie. Great, great fucking movie. I haven't seen much of what he is in outside of that, but whatever. Um, the fuck was I going to say? Oh, and he's just like a couple months older than me. He was born at about the same time. I was born in July of 1970. Michael was born in March. Uh, Kenny says he was great with that video. He posted early on with all the COVID stuff. I don't, I don't remember that. He was in season four of Prison Break. Yeah, I did see that. So that is cool. Uh, Florida Man 814 says he's an annoying tool, not a conservative. He's annoying, a terrible actor, and just obnoxious. I like him. Um, okay, so that uh, that will be great. He wants to do some publicity because he's appearing in Holland, Michigan uh, on tomorrow. And then um, Friday and Saturday in Grand Rapids. If you go to fullhousecomedy.com, you can get tickets for those shows. He's also in Royal Oak, so if you go to Michael's website, let me see what that is. Probably the uh, Mark Ridley's. Michael. You ever, like, start typing, and then you get through the whole name, and then the cursor gets hung up for some reason? That's me. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Yeah, you go to uh, Michael Rappaport Comedy. In fact, you can get all the tickets there. Uh, Michael Rappaport Comedy.com. Park Theater tomorrow. Grand Rapids Comedy Club, part of Creston Brewing on the 4th. Uh, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. God, he's putting in the time. Motherfucker. Shit. He's got a 7 o'clock show, 
and then a 9.30 show. And then he's got to drive over to Detroit at Mark Ridley's. Jesus. That's a lot of shows. One, two, three, four, five, six shows in four nights. That's kind of a grind, man. All right. So... Uh, that's uh, consuming. That is the time today. So, uh, and then tonight, 7 p.m., Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. If you are on Patreon, you can be part of the live audience. If you are a Patreon member and you haven't yet received an email from me that says, hey, join, uh, join us on the Patreon. Send me an email. I want to see your face. Okay. We kind of just do the old fashioned Zoom deal. And then do the show with, with live audience. I go to the audience quite a bit and ask questions and, and, and we play games. It's, it's fucking great. It's really, really uh, taken off. I love doing the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And we're doing it tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. And as always, you can watch the replay on Patreon or you can just watch it live on Patreon and not be a part of the audience. There's all sorts of possibilities there. Patreon has, uh, has a lot to offer. 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight okay as we uh, as we continue dear meathead i do have a lot of questions left over from uh, yesterday so i'll have my dad in here in about 29 minutes um to do to do that so i'm not like uh hard up for questions today if you do want to send them by all means i may get to it or i may save it for next week uh dear meathead brought to you by of course baldwin ace hardware uh, all right. So for you audience members that are getting the opening uh, half hour or so of the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, we must now part ways because I want you, since I have to cut it off here, this is my way of trying to get you to sign up and follow me on Twitch. It's free, but and it's the only way to get the show uninterrupted live. All right. With video and audio. All right. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. I don't get it. What is that? I, just just listen to what I'm telling you. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube is just to get you like, oh, he's doing something. Oh, he's cutting it off. Now I want you to go to twitch.tv. Just type it in. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. And then hit the follow button. It's the same thing as Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But that's where I do the full show. That's the main platform. So give yourself a little username that's cute and fun. And you can interact with Kenny who doesn't like big weddings. And uh, shit like that. And call me an asshole and make fun of Michael Rappaport. Whatever. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Okay. So for the, but for, I'm going to send you off on your day. Go sign up for Twitch. Goodbye. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. As always, you can send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping inbox. If you ever have something to say, something you want to get off your chest, maybe you think I'm an asshole, you don't. You know, a lot of people reach out to me on email and they say, hey, do not share this on the podcast. That happens all the time. I get messages like that from time to time. 
I get messages from people that are struggling with alcohol all the time. And um, I do offer someone to talk to for just to get you just to get your starter pack into not being a drunk. And the extent of that is, uh, well, I have to be very careful, and I don't want to go into detail about what that is. But um, I do have people all the time reach out to me and, um, hey, I'm struggling with alcohol. Now, I will tell you that um, I I don't sponsor people. Uh, That has happened before, and I will tell you that when it comes to AA, I am the worst sponsor on the planet. I am horrible at it. And it affects my uh, recovery. I'm so bad at being a fucking sponsor that it affects my serenity and my sobriety. It's like I am not the guy. There are wonderful people that exist that are cut from the right cloth who excel at that. And that is I have found out something else that I am terrible at. Oh, yes, Discord. I am on Discord, too, and Corey in Maine helps helps run that thing. Thank you so much, Corey. You are awesome. How do I – I don't even know. I I just have it like I have the, you know, the icon on my computer, and then I see when people start talking, and occasionally I'll drop in on Discord. How do I direct people to Discord? I think on the show notes there's a – Show Discord. You can click on it. It'll take you right to it. I think. You know, if you uh, if you stick, if you there's so many different social media out there that you could spend time on that it would be it's it's like a third job. Download the Discord app on your phone, old man. He writes, "Yes, that is true. I am an old man." Okay. Boy, uh, let's see what I want to do here. Hmm. Baseball last night, you know, the fucking home run by uh, Bryce Harper. I, I, I mean, whenever you hit, see some guy just crush one. The sharpness of the crack of the bat. The instant roar of the crowd where it's not even close. You just know. And Bryce Harper has been just mashing in the postseason. Crowd in Philly chanting MVP, MVP. Series tied at one. Audio check, video check. This dude who can just rake. Uh, first pitch, first at bat. McCullers to Harper. It's good. Right center field. Lightning strikes. Two nothing fills. Did you see that? That ridiculous. It's like he started to. Um, he knew. It's like he knew what was coming. You know. Because he kind of started to go into that swing before the ball even left dude's hand. And what a flush hit. Like, if you were to look at the science of that, like high speed and super slow-mo, that the amount of space 
that the bat actually connected with the ball was the was the absolute perfect amount and could not have been hit more flush. And then that huge pop to Harper. It's cool. Oh. <laughs> All these guys their mouths are open, hands over their head. Philly fans are losing their shit. The as soon as he, he hits it, the pitcher doesn't even bother looking. He's like, ah, fuck me. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at those fans. They're going bananas. I love that. I wish this was a franchise that, I mean, they, Phillies had their share of success in, in over the last several years. Uh, football and and baseball, right? The Phillies have won in the world won the World Series recently, haven't they? So I, I wish this was a starving franchise or a starving fan base. Look at him! Look at that! Did you see that guy? He looks to be eighty years old. He's probably twenty one. It's Philly, you know. That is exciting. Just the fucking crack of the bat. One more time. I got to hear it one more time. McCullers to Harper. It's good. Right center field. So then the Phillies go on, and I guess, like, uh, that guy, Bryce Harper, who you just saw, who my wife has a massive crush on right now. She goes, oh, dear. Oh, boy. Oh, look at him. I go, what are you? What? Oh boy! Look at—he's something else. I go. You mean his baseball play? Because no, a little more than that. Mm-mm-mm. That's a cutie patootie right there. I go. Yep, that sure is. Because I have a new boyfriend right there. I just love him. Very big and strong. He's just a handsome devil, and just a nice guy. I understand. I guess he's just sweet. He's sweet as peaches. I love him. And uh, so she's in love with Bryce Harper now. And so Harper gets back to the dugout. And then in the next inning, uh, as the inning starts, some other jackass for Philly. I don't know who the fuck these guys are. He steps up to the, he's getting ready to go up to bat. And Harper has noticed something about that pitcher who served that one up that Harper hit a mile. Okay. And he uh, calls him over and the cameras noticed it and the announcers noted it, noticed it. And he like whispers in the guy's ear and they're suggesting that Harper picked up on something the pitcher was doing to tip the pitch. I guess, I mean, I don't know shit about this baseball shit, but I guess like sometimes a pitcher might drop a shoulder, move his glove a certain way or something like that that tells you what pitch is coming, all right? And I guess that pitcher was doing it. (laughs) And so they're being a little, all right, be careful. Don't let him know that we know that he's telling us what he's about to throw. And by the way, how perfect is it for the cheating motherfucking Astros to have this happen where the pitcher is telegraphing tipping his pitches 
because this team is notorious for cheating, and it was a buried story, but uh, 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 not just a few days ago, they discovered that there was an illegal bat being used. Like some asshole for the Astros, um, Albert Pujols, like sent an illegal bat to some dick on the uh, on the Astros, and I don't know why that asshole would do that, but... I mean, I don't know if the bat has is like corked or made with rubber or who knows what what the fuck, but some dick was using an illegal bat you're not supposed to be using. So, you know, the Astros are cheating motherfuckers. Fuck those guys. Remember that uh that little fucking Kevin Hart uh looking guy uh, in height only Jose Altuve? I think his name is Jose Altuve. He's like four foot two, the little fucker, but he can mash. Uh, when the Astros won the World Series at one time, and he's uh, he had like electronics, he had like a fucking little vibrating deal under his shirt, and it was never proven. But when he hit like a walk off, he's rounding the bases, and then he's the guys are getting ready to mob him, and he's like, "Don't, don't grab my shirt! I've got electronics under here." It's just like seriously, that actually happened. It was never proven, but that little fuck was cheating his ass off as all those sons of bitches were. So, you know, Philly fan, you got to love this because if you do any cheating in Philadelphia, they'll just kill you. You know, this; these are a brutal, brutal bunch of animals, Philly fan, for any sports team. Okay? They're lunatics. They're sick, sadistic bastards. Um... So, uh, anyway, what's his name? Harper tips motherfucker off. He says, hey, dude, he's going to throw you a fucking fastball. He's going to grab his dick. Uh, and then he's going to, as soon as he grabs his dick, you know, you're going to get a high fastball. Sure enough, next guy, he bashes a home run. And then Schwarber hits a home run. It was incredible. They hit like five home runs. They beat the shit out of him. Uh, Chris says, Eric Zane, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. This week, flip-flop. Hey, shut the fuck up. You're ruining the bit. Just try to laugh, you dumbass. All right, maybe, maybe. Still, they got caught. So now, since they got caught, you make that motherfucker pay. Yes, they're cheating. They're trying. And they got busted. Don't sit there as an audience member, you bearded fuck. And sit there and just rip me a new one on my fucking uh, double standards and contradictions. It's a goddamn entertainment show. Pain in the ass. If we sat here every day and you sons of bitches sat there and like, oh yeah, but you said this. You said this. Ah, Shut up. That's it. Now he says, I don't have a beard. You're getting it. You enjoy 10 minutes. Sit the fuck down. Sit down and be quiet. Shit. All right. I got to go tinkle. Zane, you've been going to the bathroom a lot lately. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I do have to go tinkle. Dear Meathead coming up in just a minute. Corey says, Eric cannot grow a beard. This is true. This is true. Okay, I got to catch up on some ads, though, before I do anything. 
First of all, as I indicated, Patreon, you're going to love that. Uh, who doesn't love Patreon if you're there? Well, no, actually, a lot of people don't love Patreon. Uh, but I am always looking for new people to sign up on Patreon. If you want more content, something to listen to either while you work, while you drive, whatever it may be, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of this show brought to you by TC Paintball. TCPaintballGR.com. We're in the planning stages of Paintball War number 21, in which we will be giving away a brand new set of cornhole boards. One of the boards with the big TC Paintball logo. The other board with an image of me bent over. The cornhole board is where my asshole is and my logo, and I even have brown hair, and I'm skinny. It's an old picture. TC Paintball, Paintball War number 21 is coming. Have not yet finalized the date. But if you want to book an event for your friends, family, kids, neighborhood pals, whatever, bros, bachelor party, workplace team building, tcpaintballgr.com. The Kent County Health Department invites you to go to their website, accesskent.com slash health for information on the WIC program, vaccinations for the little ones, maybe a COVID shot, maybe a flu shot, uh, not to mention any type of health services, all with the Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579, where their motto is, Tu madre es una puta, Betcha la chingada cabrón. Those are nasty things that Joe, Joe Martinez has taught me in Forbidden Spanish. Thank you so much to A&E Heating and Cooling, installing the number one brand in the entire HVAC industry, Comfort Maker. Only a select group of people who work in HVAC are allowed to install Comfort Maker. If you were to go to, uh, you know, Chuck in a truck or whoever, the guy, the bald guy who snaps his fingers and then screws you in the asshole, they can't even install Comfort Maker. They don't have enough skill. Uh, 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Remember, if you have a small or medium-sized business, or any size business for that matter, uh, think about advertising with me. Uh, reach out, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Like Sarah Honda Granville, definitely not a small or medium-sized business, a massive car dealership, number one volume Honda dealer in the state of Michigan. The way it works right now, first of all, the largest selection of certified pre-owned vehicles that's near new in the entire state okay they have done well the word is pivot okay um there's not rows and rows of brand new cars these days that's a different story i'll tell you about that in a second but what they've done is they've accumulated the most certified pre-owned vehicles in the entire state if you're gonna go to any three dealerships in the entire state detroit doesn't matter lansing and combine two or three of them, they wouldn't have as many cars as what they have at Sarah Honda Granville. So the biggest selection you will find. And then if you want a brand new car, the way you do it, you go test drive. They do have a test drive model for you to check out for any one of the brand new uh, uh, Honda vehicles that exist today. And then you go figure out what you want on that car, customize it. Some guy in some factory somewhere in the U.S. Okay, uh, Paul here, he wants this one, blue uh, four-door Accord. Okay, awesome. Hybrid. He builds it for you, and then it shows up at the dealership. You take it home. Awesome. That's how it works. Sarah Honda Granville. 
Johnson Carbon One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. If you need flooring, you go to Johnson's. Lowest price in the entire state of Michigan, even without the Eric Zane Show podcast discount. Along Chicago Drive in Granville, Michigan. So kind of around here where I am, West Michigan. But if you have to drive from like 50, 60, 70 miles, it's well worth it. It's well worth the price of gas because you're going to save hundreds on flooring. They buy it in bulk, set it up in the warehouse, and then you mention my name, an additional 10% off. They buy it in bulk, the best brands, most popular styles, and then they price it accordingly because they have so much of it at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet behind the Little Caesars on Chicago Drive. Don't go anywhere. I must tinkle, okay? All right? Ah, who has the most timeouts? Oh, Kenny, by by far. All right? And he might get one today because he just looks like he's asking for it. Who would have the second most? Amanda? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that fuck Patriot Nick. Did you guys hear the news about Patriot Nick? Ooh, boy. Ooh, you know what? I'm going to wait on that. I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm going to lay low on that one. It will come up. I've got it in the chamber. This is what I do about Patriot Nick in case any of you butt fuck lurkers are enjoying the show and can tell his fucking uh, poverty stricken degenerate ass. I usually have one in the chamber that I just wait for him to get out of line. And when he gets out of line, I unleash the one in the chamber. Okay. And his most recent outburst last week required me to kick the shit out of him, which I did. And now I wait for him to do it again because I've got another one in the chamber. And it's not, it's not nice. It is, it is not nice. I probably out of all the terrible things I have said about that little fucking caveman piece of shit, uh, this one might be the worst thing that I could possibly say about him. So I'm just waiting. Now, if he leaves me the fuck alone, I will not forcibly bone his asshole again. But if that little fucking uh, degenerate tries again, I will then have to unleash hell and anally rape him yet again. Okay? But I always am one step ahead of those fucks formerly known as Zaniacs. They think that they have me like painted in a corner. It's like, you fucking idiots. Jesus Christ. I am so happy that those scumbags are gone. I'm telling you, the show is so much better. I feel so free without having to have that specter kind of looming behind me of idiocy. God, I fucking can't stand those people. All right. Uh, I think I got shit. I don't know what the fuck. I'm trying to play my Jimmy theme and I can't. All right. I'm going to play this music instead. Let's go around the radio dial. Check in with our heroes on the radio. Who wouldn't want to do that? Bring the 
Sounds like some type of like uh, fusion, fusion jazz. This sounds like the type of music in like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Before like a big fight scene. Or like Django Unchained. What? Pulse of showers. I guess, maybe. I think so. I mean, the case is overwhelming. And a start could be caregiving tax credits and paid leave for family members, the higher pay and ladders of career advancement for professional caregivers. We need large investments in child care. In the symphony orchestra. Because oh, if I trust very uplifting. Letting go of my worries. That's good advice. Let it go. Jesus, take the wheel type of stuff going on. I don't have any worries. You are listening to 89.7 WNHG Grand Rapids, 90.7 WBHL Harrison, 90.9 WUPJ Escanaba, 91.3 W217BB Hickory Point, 91.3 how many radio stations 91.9 WGCP Cadillac, 91.9 WMJC Richland, 92.3 W222CU Charlotte, 93.1 WMPA Ferrysburg, 93.9 WABC Mayo, 97.3 WTC. Oh, it's a network of just Jesus stations. 97.9 WIHC Newberry, 102.7 W274BN Alpena, 104.7 W284AH Lansing, 1540 KTGG. Jesus. Catch. Cuomo, weeknights on News Nation at 8 p.m. Cuomo. Eastern. To find News Nation on your no television No one watches that show. Oh. Oh, this is that song again. The hot chick, the guy cheated on her. What's her name? Gary Underwood? Don't be over. Before he cheats, oh. Carrie Underwood on B93. We got some free money for you. Okay. It's the best kind of money. The what kind you, you don't have to work for. Uh, we're going to give you a keyword. Once you hear that uh, word, oh, take it. Text and enter it, it in. At B93.com. That's you all you enter it in. For 1000 bucks. We call it the inflation buster on B93. First keyword of the day coming up at about 940. Yeah. B93. We've been burning both ends. It's different here. 95.7. Joined by Steve A. Smith. Sports. Michelle. Michelle McCormick in the morning.
morning. Dad, how are you? I'm good, honey. How about yourself? Never better. Never better. What What is the day bringing you? Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, sunshine. And, uh, sunshine. So now um, you're in the uh, uh, frame of mind where you wake up, you get the coffee, and you see how many leaves fell, which is going to... Uh, well, the coffee is gone. So you're going to see how many, how much work you have to do with the leaves. Well, y- you wouldn't believe how much I uh, raked yesterday. And you got all kinds of machines to pick it up. And, uh, and I got all this equipment. I I didn't even think about it. Did it all by hand. <clears throat> Wait a minute. So, you 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 did it by hand, even though you have machinery. I have all these machines. And I did it all by hand. Because that's what you wanted to do. Well, yeah. I mean, that... It just worked. Hey. That's the way I wanted it to work. Yes, I don't know. No, you get you get no argument from me. Anytime you can be out, breathing the fresh air, uh, exercising a little, doing that type of uh, activity, that's a win. Yeah, it really was. It was great. And in fact, apparently it had uh, dried all the wetness. My knees didn't get wet at all. <laughs> oh, oh, because you get down on your hands and knees to pick them up. Yes, I was on hands and knees. <clears throat> oh, well, that's and a win. I right, uh, gizmo in my hand, raking it. So, so wait a minute here. So you're not like on your feet raking? You you pick them up individually? I just rake the ground, the earth. What, when you're on your knees? Yeah. Oh. That's an interesting, yes. that's an, uh, it's kind no, of a. No, you ask us, no, I'm wrong. I was standing up and doing that. Oh. He's right. But, but you still have to get down to get in the tough spots, right? I had to do that to load up the stuff in the buckets. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. You know what, uh, Chris, I'm looking at his comment as we speak and he says that, uh, you have a system down, don't you? I do. Yeah. And that's, that's great. Everybody has their own system. That's my. That's that's right. That's great. Yeah, my opinion of how to do this and all that is not going to be uh, good for you. Right, right. It's everyone has their own plan. Sure. Um, what do you prefer more, uh, leaf pickup or snow melting procedures? <laughs> no, leaf pickup. Okay, that's that's your that's, that's your a lot easier. Leaf pickup is your time to shine. Yeah, it really is. Have you ever considered going to your neighbors and asking them if uh, no. you could earn no. some money? No, no, no. You did it for nothing yesterday. You raked rounds. You well, did? I did rounds, just a good part of my, okay. my neighbor. Now, because it, it, it moves into my territory, so I did all of uh, his, uh, so it wouldn't. Uh, right. Now, Ron, uh, did you guys uh, settle that little dust up? Uh, I guess there was a uh, problem in the middle of the summer after that storm came through and the tree came down and who was responsible for it. Did you guys figure all that out? Yeah, we figured all that. He, uh, we cl- he cleaned it all up. We cleaned our uh, eyes up and he cleaned his up. But then again, uh, he bent a whole lot of his framework for his fence. Yeah, yeah. Is he still... He was kind of grumpy about the whole thing. Is he still? No, we, we, nothing was said. Uh, uh, I'm sorry and all that. We neither one of us reminded each other that 
we went through this. So yeah. he comes up and sits up there, talk to me and all that. No, we're good, good, good uh, to go. Okay, he, it, it's kind of like, good yeah. Guy. He really is a good neighbor. Gotcha. All right. Well, it's going to be great for the rest of the week. I'm happy so that I'm, I'm happy if you're happy. Actually, I really don't have any neighbors that I'm not uh, fond of, you know. What about the one who would go ripping up and down the street on the on the ATV and you said you wanted to fight him? No, we, I, don't, I don't even think, think about it. Oh, okay. He's, he might be way down the street. We don't need to worry about him. I don't know. Yeah, I I let the I don't let the little thing bother me anymore. All right, Dad. Uh, Sean has a question. Go ahead. And Sean writes, "Dear Meathead, how does it feel? Um, not only have you been able to watch your children grow to become adults, but now your grandchildren are growing and adults, and they're having kids. How does that How does that feel when you look back at all of these people?" Actually, I don't give it a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I really don't. The, I give the thoughts when I see them. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not yeah. through my brain. Uh, I think about you quite quite, quite often. Yeah. Well, uh, once in a while, I think about Jimmy, your brother. Right, right, right. Brother. <laughs> I'm not speaking too well. That, hey, no, no, Dad. You're, <clears throat> so, you're fine. But... It's just good. Well, I mean, you know, you have um, uh, your immediate offspring, um, of course, uh, myself, Jim, and Norman, and then you adopted children, uh, Michael and Paul, and they all have kids, and and now their kids have kids. So all because of uh, you. It's a not to mention um, like Joanne, all of her kids. I mean, there's a lot of people we're talking oh, about we here. A lot of people. Now we, uh, Joanne and I, and uh, who is that that we went up? Uh, Liz uh, and um, my granddaughter, her, her daughter, Chloe. Yeah, we, we went up. Uh, where did we go? We went to New Baltimore oh, all yes. day yesterday. You did. Yeah, and we have uh, we have big lunch over there, and uh, we spend a whole lot of time together. That was great. Yeah, you see, I love that. I love you see that's um, uh, being that I'm two and a half hours away from you. I don't I don't have that luxury. Yeah, that's, that's what I hate. Yeah, it, yeah. You know. I mean, um, I, when I had the opportunity to move back to Michigan in 2004, I was like, well, this is great. I'm going to be closer, but I'm not that close. You know, no, I I, I you wish I could be right what there. You're doing. Right, right. So, well, all right. Uh, Brandon writes, Dear Meathead, me and my wife have been dieting. And a big part of the diet is to quit alcohol because you get, it, you know, that's calories. He says, I'm trying to stick to it. But my wife finds every excuse to have a drink or two with dinner. Uh, how do I overcome this battle? So, He's like, all right, I'm, I'm dieting and uh, I quit drinking because that's part of the diet. But my wife's still drinking. Uh, you know, maybe you can offer some insight for old Brandon here. Well, it really is not an easy task. He, he, you're talking to the king of drinker. That was me. hundred years ago. Yes, yes. My wife uh, hit the gavel. He says, it's it's the drinking or me. Yes. I mean, this is it. I really was a heavy drinker. 
Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a drink over what thirty years. Yeah, Not yeah. Like, that was a, that was a good day when she did lower the boom on you. Uh, absolutely. To be sure. Thank God. You know what? I feel so good. I'm physically in good shape. Yeah. Uh, whether alcohol had something to do with it or not, I don't know, but I'm sure it had. I was a heavy drinker. So he has. I a, don't mind announcing it out to the public. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I was I, I was in the same boat. I had the same scenario happen with uh, Diana. And, uh, all right. Thank God. Uh, but uh, but his scenario is a little the different. Worst damn thing they ever invented. I'm sorry. Booze is oh. the worst thing that they invented. The drinking liquor. Yeah, I, I I wonder who invented that. It wasn't me. <laughs> I just drank it. Dad, uh, but Brandon, so um, he wants to quit, and because it'll help his diet, and well, it'll help his liver. Um, but his wife, um, she drinks. Now, which and, one drinks? Brandon drinks. No, well, you see, Brandon it wants. Brandon wants to stop, but his wife, she, she'll have a glass of wine here and there with a meal. And so he's like, oh, no, that's tempting me. Uh, so do you, what do we, what do we tell him here? Uh, have something else to drink. Uh, yeah. Have coffee. Anytime that you have the urge. You know, it's so easy to quit once you make up your mind what beats you to it. The booze or good health. Believe you me, even a glass of wine is not a good thing to have. For some. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll just jump in here. And Brandon, uh, since it's you and your wife, and if she's, if uh, you're both trying to lose weight and uh, you, you have to quit alcohol and she decides not to, that is none of your business. You worry That's about, not a good yeah. idea, but it's not... Uh, an item that requires a family argument worry about you worry about you and you know what here's what's going to happen if you're patient and you you know see the the results and you you lose the weight um and let's say she's not as successful i'm guessing she'll want to do it the way you did it if you lead by example so that's that's what i think should happen sure now was trying to say something yeah uh, Yeah. Did you, hear what, did you hear what she said? Have the wine when she, when he's not looking. Right. Right. But you know what? Believe you me, if you survive 10 days without drinking, it becomes like a piece of cake from there on. Yeah, you got to break the habit, you know. You got to break the habit. And you know what? I don't know if one glass or one bottle helps and all that because... All I did is quit. Yeah, that was uh, that was spectacular. I mean, I was so bad that I was losing up my marriage. <clears throat> um, you know who just quit drinking is uh, my brother-in-law, Kevin. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that he was a heavy drinker. Well, he was consistent, you know, three, four, th- three, four a oh, day, good. three, four good. a day, uh, every day. So... Um, no, no, no. He was just—he was just diagnosed with early stage cirrhosis. Oh my God! However, oh my God! However, the doctor said if you stop, since this is very, very early on, 
you will live a long life. And the doctor said that a lot of times the doctor has discussions with people and it's like, you have two years left to live because your liver's shot. So because he got, he found out and he's taken it very seriously. He stopped drinking immediately. He has? He hasn't drank a drop since that doctor's appointment. Uh, now, is, does the booze uh, uh, stored in your family, in your house? We removed it all from the home. Dump it. Yeah, somebody's going to get a free case case of Bush beer. <laughs> hey, you're going to do them uh, harm, so dump it. I'm going to have him. Uh, I'm going to give it away to somebody else to drink it. That's no good. I'm going to uh, have him autograph it and give it away to somebody on the street. Raffle it. <laughs> raffle it. <laughs> raffle yeah. it. Raffle <laughs> it. The cheapest person uh, gets the whole case. All right, Dad, I got a super serious question for you. This uh, gentleman, Paul, was talking about um, in the news, there was um, a story about this uh, one of these uh, mass school shooters who um, – was just sentenced to life in prison. There was a chance he would get the death penalty in Florida, but of the 12 jurors, it has to be, I remember that. yeah, it has to be all 12 have to say, yeah, he gets a death penalty. And only nine of them said that if you were on the jury and this school shooter killed 18 people and injured 18 more, uh, if you were on the jury, would you have voted for the death sentence or life in prison? No, I put him in life or life in prison. I, I, I don't believe, you got to take a life. Now, uh, you talk about a murderer, for instance. Yeah. Uh, he, he thought of nothing to shoot uh, three, four, five people. Uh, why should we uh, care for him to live or die? Yeah. But that's, uh, I, I'm, I'm a human being that uh, I don't like anybody being killed and all that. But then again, the more I think about it, why should he live when he took so many lives? If only we had an island to put him on. Oh, my God. That would solve the problem. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, Dad, do we drop? I'm you, yeah, I know. Eric, think, think about it seriously. No clothing, no nothing. Whatever he's got on him for the rest of his life, that's yep. all he gets. Just drop him. Now, 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 do they parachute him in, or do they just... Drop them off. Parachute at a, some food once in a while. Just okay. So parachute the food in. Just drop them off like in yeah, a boat. Feed them. Don't kill them. You know. Yeah. And you, you know, if in order for them to get off the island, they'd have to swim like three hundred miles. Yeah, and you have a border that that'll patrol that, so you don't make any kind of a yeah. Uh, I don't know. They can make something. A like boat. Yeah, he might it. make a boat out of like a coconut tree or something. Yeah, anything. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the answer. Put them on an island. That way they're not dead, but yeah. they will. Yeah, we send them to prison, feed them, clothe them. Right. Hundreds of thousands of dollars being spent for that. Take that money and help the poor. I love it. Now, when they drop food in, um, what type of food are we talking about? Like Whatever you think that uh, you don't buy steaks and all that. Uh, beans, cans of <laughs> cans of beans, maybe a beans, can. Some crappy stuff. Rice, Quaker oats. Yeah, and then uh, you can't send anything down there that they had to cook because you're not going to give them any equipment. 
Yeah, uh, no, screw that. And just make them eat it out of the can. That's right. That's right. Don't even give them a can because they might find a way to open it. And, and, right. Uh, yeah, just what they need to do is, you know how like when a, uh, a plane goes over a field and, and crop dusts it and puts fertilizer down? They, they should yeah. just do that with beans. Just open beans. the bag and drop Ooh, them on the yeah. island. Now, I don't know what you do with the women criminals. Well, men criminals, hey, what the heck? We send them away to a home, feed them, we, uh, heat uh, the place and all that. <laughs> Excuse me. Have you ever give noticed? Them, uh, what? Have- give them an education. Are you kidding? What kind of country is this? Have you ever noticed that when it comes to these really, really, really awful crimes, it's usually a man who does it? How come it's never a woman? Well, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Just very rare. Women are more tender. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. All right. Women are more tender, so they don't shoot up schools. They don't. They, they don't. You- Although we've heard of them that they kill the kids. It, that does well. You know, occasionally you'll hear Nobody that. Did. You'll hear that. But uh, they, they can have their own island. That's the best way to go. All right. I think. The ocean all the way around here, so in case they got in there, they'll drown. Um, uh, all right. Uh, all right, Dad. I'm, uh, I have a different topic. Uh, Ryan here has just started a uh, very aggressive budget um to make ends meet at the house and uh he's employed the uh, tactics of a famous person who does this named dave ramsey um and and he's famous for getting people to like balance their budget and stuff like that yeah. and uh, and ryan says um let's see uh my wife doesn't seem to want to get on board and she won't really help uh, with the budget, she hands me her paycheck each week, but gets angry when she doesn't have enough money to go out on the weekends with her girlfriends. I have asked her time and again to sit down with me and look at the budget. Is it time? Uh, he writes, these are his words. I don't know if he, I think he might mean this figure of speech. Is it time for a good old beat down or should I try a more gentle approach? You can't beat her up. That's what I said. I don't think he must mean that. He must mean like uh, a talking to. Well, actually, she's working for that money and she earns to keep some of it. She earns the right to do that. Okay. And uh, when you're talking about going out, going out what? Going out drinking? Uh, You know, I don't know. Maybe they uh, might go to get a bite to eat or something. It doesn't. It doesn't really indicate. I'll just assume. Well, she's... I think she should be entitled to that. Yeah, I, I do too. If my wife went out there with her girlfriend and started eating something out there, I'm not going to condemn her. I will say this: I've uh, I've gone down this road before. If she's not on board, don't force her to get on board because she's going to hate you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You're right. I, no, I agree 100. percent I mean, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I guess you're just going to have to figure something out. You're going to have to pivot, as they say. Well, first of all, that's her money. She can spend any way she wants to. <clears throat> There's no way in hell I'm going to tell Joanne the money you're earning. Oh, listen, you got to keep it here for the household budget. Oh, she, she, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. I mean, she's smart enough to know what she's doing with her that's money. That's right. She handles that. that yeah. I don't even see money in my home. No. 
no. And it, that, they, hey, we're on the same page, Dad. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Hi. What do you say, Joanne? Well, Joanne says I have my own money. Yeah, of course. Of course. And by the way, I get that uh, all kinds of money. I got a wallet full of money. I, I give it to the kids. I give it to somebody else. I occasionally will buy something that I really like. Yeah. Maybe a pencil or something. <laughs> I, just think, yeah, I don't spend money at all. So let me get this straight. A, a, uh, a splurging item for you is a pencil? Occasionally, that's what I did the other day. So you might wake up and say, "Man, I feel like going out and getting myself a new no, pencil." I, don't that. I need a pencil when I need it. <laughs> then I then, then my pencils all run out. Then I go get some, a bunch of pencils. Nope. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I go up to the pencil store and get get a new pencil. Yeah, I I I, I don't spend money. I I, I, I yeah okay. Charge cards. I, Joanna says I use a charge card, but I do not. I don't do that uh, regularly at all. Hey, I need hey. something I need, I go get it. And then it, I, I use a charge card, for instance. Do you, do you like, uh, pay the balance off every month? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. We do not owe money. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it's because Joanne's well, in charge. I used to spend money like, oh. Uh, I'm, I'm with you, man. I've been there, too. Thank you. Uh, oh, listen, there was a time in my life that I owed like $7,000 at the loan company. $8,000 at the loan company. Oh, God. That's that's a, that's a drop in the bucket for a lot of people these days. Yep. I don't have any money to spend. My honey took over. Thank God. Thank God she did. <laughs> yeah, you would have been totally cut off of my will because yep. there would be no will. You and I both would be homeless. Yes. <laughs> uh Nathan says, Dear Meathead, my 12-year-old daughter has been sick all week, but I think she's faking it to get out of school. How can I tell if she's faking? Faking what? Uh, faking an illness to uh, stay home from oh. school. Wow. Yeah, how, do, how does Is she he... really sick? Well, he doesn't know. He thinks she might be like uh, just, you know, faking it in order to get out of school. What is he... How, what, what do you suggest he does? Or do well. First of all, you should not keep her home if you think it's a fake. Well, take a temperature or do anything. If she's got no fever or nothing, you, you tell her, "Hey, listen, yeah, you're not sick. You're going to school. That's all there is to it." Give her, give her a pregnancy test. Did I ever what? <laughs> nothing. Never mind. Why she don't want to go to school? Wait, wait. Joanna says, "What do you yeah. Well, you got to find out why yeah. she doesn't want to go. It's to just school. a theory, so maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe she's being bullied at school. Maybe, man. Boy, that's tough. I'm glad we're out of that phase. Uh, yeah. okay. Um, all right. You know, I think I'm good. Uh, you got uh, one more thing. I just had a uh, person that I connected with who I went, believe it or not, went to high school with in Warren. And, um, so, you know, yeah, yeah. So when I was a kid and, um, she listens to the show and one of the things she pointed out was one of her favorite all time things is the time when you've told the story about when you punched Fouts in the face. Oh yeah. 
because, you know, I think she still lives in that general area and she knows who Fouts is because, like I said, he was a councilman. Fouts is a councilman for years before he became mayor of Warren. Is he, not, oh, is he the mayor? He's been the mayor of Warren forever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you broke the guy's face. <laughs> he used to be good-looking. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, anyway. Okay, well, you guys are the best. I love you very much, okay? I love you, too, honey. And she said hello to your dear wife. I shall. And, uh, well, I'm, I don't want to wait a week to see you. Yeah, I know I'll, it. I'll see I know it. Soon. Hey, and Thanksgiving's coming. Thanksgiving yeah. it won't be, it'll be here before you know it. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Uh, I, I actually and, forgot. I'm sorry? And a wedding. And of course, well, oh, Jesus, that's that's even before Thanksgiving, the wedding. Jeez, I, I, uh, what is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you? Dad, I, I wrote down some notes from today that I, I like to go over these. Uh, Joanne hit the gavel. Uh, <laughs> women women are more tender. And well, they are. I was yeah, obvious. No, these are key points. And then the final one, um, the revelation about you, when you want to splurge on your with your money, you go buy a pencil. <laughs> well, that's why I did last time. I know, I know. I, I love it. Pencil. <laughs> if I need a big ticket item, I'll either tell her or just go get it anyway, you know. Dad, I can't wait to bring you some pencils. No, I don't need them. I got pencils. I know. All right. I love you guys. I love you too, honey. You too. Say hello to your sweetheart. Will do. Okay. See ya. Talk to you when I see you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, cut him off. Dear Me Dead brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. How about that? Oh, he's spectacular. Dad, how about an island? Oh, my God. Stevie says, a pencil store? I'm dead. Oh, my God. Oh, just fantastic. Another rip-roaring edition of Dear Meathead. Brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Let me, since we only have 31 minutes left of this show, let me finish our little tour around the radio dial. Hang on a second. I just realized I forgot something. One man show, one man show, one man show. Okay. And perfect. Perfect. All right. Back around the radio dial. We're going back to LA. We're going back to LAV. You see. Reflections in the waves. Oh, a memory. Come sail away. Are you kidding me? And the dreams we had will never bleed forever. So the story goes, but somehow. 
how we missed out on a pot of like the best part of the song right here.
Juicy milky cereal, <laughs> and I can't have it. I can gross. see that. You it's, could it's probably get some sort of a white non-toxic paint. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just end things faster. I have a. Uh, it's been miserable since the golden have age you of tried, cereal. Have died. you tried watering down Elmer's glue? <laughs> that, water that would probably give you the consistency yeah. you're looking for. Yeah, I mean. And that near-death experience I'm really yeah, thrilled about. Right? Yeah. How much is this non-toxic? <laughs> Let's see. On the way, we're going to shift gears a little bit from what we had planned. I'm going to give you some items from Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop, her lifestyle sales thing, and see if you can tell me the price is right. That's uh, next. Homemade. It is the Free Beer and Outwig Show. What? What? Did he just say... I, we're going to switch gears, meaning we were going to go one direction, but instead I'm going to give you items for sale on Gwyneth Paltrow's website and you got to guess the prices. Oh no. Oh fuck. Uh. Holy shit. 1938, the Lord Jesus himself directed a young Polish sister of mercy on a three-day retreat. Okay. Sister Faustina painstakingly recorded Christ's instructions in her diary. Nice. That is, a mystical manual on prayer and divine mercy. These oh, yes. This is LA. All I want to do is suck some dick. The Old Testament, New Testament, it says this. Do not be anxious uh, about anything. The question, and thank you, I appreciate that. Don't be anxious. Don't be anxious about anything. Jesus, take the wheel. Hey, he's in charge. God's plan. Yeah, I didn't do it. I'm just fine. I'm following the path of the river. The uh, question about any old Joe. We could be talking about any Joe here. There is no discussion about any old Joe. I have heard nothing. God knows. It's probably just a misunderstanding. He'll probably be back before too long. It's only been two weeks. Two weeks as of today. Standards that require abortion in order to be able to stay open, and it would erase a ban on taxpayer funding of abortion. This is not a Roe v. Wade status quo. This would make Michigan the most pro-abortion state in the country yes! by far. Please vote accordingly November 8th. Brought to you by Joy 99 and Joy Worship. Yes! Yes to abortion! stores are extra special. There ain't no party like a late-term abortion party because a late-term abortion party don't stop. I'm kidding. Shut up. The fuck is this? Oh, this is Christmas music. 
101.3. Well, you're real with the long history. Sucking on my dick. Oh, never Stupid. Before I put another notch. Oh. How you doing? Put up your dukes. Let's get down to it. You know, she does not perform this song anymore. Remember we talked about that? Um, she's of the opinion that hit me with your best shot is too violent of a song and can cause people to ca- to have a mass shooting. I am not kidding you. That is why she will not perform this. What a fucking stupid move. This is like your best song. Pat Benatar is an absolute... I love Pat Benatar so much. I'm not done. More religion. Discuss that. Shona Ghosh, deputy tech editor at Business in with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board certified By the way, consultants. Chris and GR says that Trans Siberian Orchestra is a great concert. Um, I disagree. Well, I, I, you know, I'd probably have to see it first, but I can't think of anything less appealing than what I have seen and heard up to this point. Really? Okay. No, you're referring to uh, Pat Benatar? Okay, maybe that's it. I hope so, because if you say you like Trans-Siberian Orchestra, um, then I would that would make me unhappy, because I think that they suck tons of dick. You were referring to Pat Benatar. Okay, that's good. Cameron and Jack for live. We won the Best for Trust Link Award four years in a row. Duncan members enter promo code Jingle22 on the Duncan app for a chance to win. Down- Don't pay celebrity. Oh my God. Great song. Ba, ba, ba. Don't know the fucking words. Fucking weirdo voice. Red, red wine. Don't know the words. Sing like an asshole. Sound like a cop. People that have woken up, and what, what we're doing obviously is cross. Oh 
13 on inside weather. Unseasonable conditions continue in Travis, West Michigan with temperatures near Travis. 70 with lots of sunshine. Our next chance for rain comes on Saturday. Uh-huh. Today, high 66. Tonight, low 46. 66. Thursday, sunshine and a high of 68. We know you like to walk with LAD every day, but your best friend Bob lost his dog, his wife, and his truck. He really misses that dog and truck. Tell him about our sister station. Thunder 1073. Oh, cross promotion. Thunder 1073, the 107-minute music station. That's a lot of country for guys like Bob. You want the okay, best. So what's happening you there is the best. 100%. No one listens to the shitty country station on 1073. So they're like, we got a great idea. Let's go ahead and announce on 96 on 97 that if you want, hold on a second. If you want shitty country music, go to 107.3. Great song. Stop dragging my heart around. Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks. That is enough. I'm done with this shit. Fuck it. Okay? That stick song just got me, man. It just hit me right to my core. Um, Four more Michigan State football players have been suspended in that helmet swinging thing. Remember that deal? We showed it. The, the guy started punching the one guy. And then uh, another guy, they, they show him the, the players sw- using his helmet as a weapon, uh, bashing some guy over the head. All right, so that was ugly. Uh, now this dude, this uh, Mel Tucker, who is the head coach of the team, he spoke. Audio check, video check. This is the head coach of Michigan State. And... um. I, this is like an apology. He's apologizing from what happened when his players uh, were bashing the guy over the head with a with a helmet. Thanks, thanks everyone for being here. Good afternoon. Uh, I wanted to quickly uh, address the events uh, from the weekend in, in Ann Arbor. He hopes quickly. I did write down a couple of thoughts, um, so I'd like to share them with you as best I can. This being crooked is killing me. Someone needs to fix that thing. Can first and foremost, uh, Michigan State football is about integrity. He should say first and foremost, we suck dick this year. Discipline, unselfishness. Now he said selfishness, but I think he meant selflessness. He appears very nervous to me. Selfness and accountability. Uh, with the exception of the years of cover up. Uh, when Larry Nasser was sticking his hands inside of young women, uh, we are now trying to be accountable. The incidents involved a involving a small group of our players do not represent our culture. Second, I ma- it sounds like he's really having a hard time here. I made a decision. I made a decision to suspend players based upon 
video evidence that was provided to me and our athletic director yesterday. The suspensions will allow the players to receive academic support and medical services, but they will not be able to attend any, any organized team activities, including meetings, practices, weight training, or games. It sounds to me like they're rewarded. Uh, you get everything academically. If you happen to fall off a cliff, we're going to take you to the hospital. Uh, don't come to practice anymore. And no, and none of that weightlifting. Okay. We don't want, no, your punishment. You can't work. That is your punishment. Now you sit there and think about what you did when you bash that guy with the fucking head with the helmet. I don't want you uh, uh, coming in to practice and banging your head on the football field. I want you to stay in your room and play video games. And you think about what you did, goddammit. Our entire team will be cooperating with law enforcement and the Big Ten Conference to further evaluate the events in Ann Arbor. These suspensions will remain in place until the investigation investigations are completed when we have a full re- i wonder how well why does it take so long to figure out what happened we've all pretty much figured out what happened you know because uh, uh think about it, the players have their names on the back of the jerseys so here's the investigation look for the name on the back of the jersey and if a guy's going like this or like this uh, a pretty good chance they have uh, some culpability here, right? Uh, am, I, am I getting this wrong? Report. I will address further actions if needed. We're not here to make any excuses for the behaviors Saturday. They are unacceptable. It's also very important to say we honor the traditions of the Big Ten Conference. Can you imagine if he freaked out and he said, I just want to also point out that I am aware that everyone involved was black. Conference, <laughs> including the Michigan State-Michigan rivalry game. And we have a responsibility to uphold the values of this great university. Oh, come on now. Everybody knows that Michigan State's a shit show. Quit acting like it's great, okay? Kids go there to get raped and learn about cows. That's it. That's, and burn couches. I mean, everybody knows that shit. We are deeply sorry. We're deeply sorry to both universities. Yeah, he's being completely dishonest here. He needs to say, I know that this school is a pile of shit. I am well aware, all right? And, uh, so I, I'm just, uh, the uh, elephant in the room is in the, in, in the room is being addressed. We suck. We're the worst. The conference. I blame Kenneth Walker. The third, we would be much better. And we wouldn't be talking about this. If the team was any good since he left, it's his fault. Our fans, alumni supporters, and of course, all of our student athletes past and present even the ones that were assaulted out of the respect for 
out of respect for the integrity of the investigation. Uh, I made the point yesterday, but it's worth mentioning again. Uh, how do you think all those women gymnastics uh, on the gymnastics team who it took years before anybody would even listen to them um, for something that was much more sinister and heinous and life-changing. And then when it's the fucking football team, it's like, oh my God, we must nip this in the bud and rid the school of this cancer. Oh my God. Somebody hit someone with a helmet. You know, people that play sports where you hit people with helmets. Oh my God. Investigation, it would be irresponsible for me to comment further. Uh, we'll have more updates as we learn more. Okay, this all sounded like a child was speaking. Okay. Um, he's terrible. He can't read. Um, and he's looking down. He's sweating profusely. He's an absolute disaster. This guy is so stupid, he can't even string together like two or three sentences, okay? And the, you got this idiot out here addressing the media? I'm happy to ask, answer any questions about the game uh, or the upcoming game at Illinois. Oh, no, no, fuck no. I'll, I'm happy to answer questions about the game or the upcoming game. Yeah, nobody wants to add, add, uh, ask you questions about that, idiot. So with that, I'll open it up. This is about your culture because you said. Coach is like, no, no, no. That's not about the game. And I like this question. There was a small number. You stressed there, was, there were a small number of people involved. But yet a larger number of kids did nothing to stop it. What does that say about your culture? Well, we're animals. That's what it is. We are animals at Michigan State, uh, and that's that's the truth. That's that's the only answer you can say. Yeah. Well, the the, the culture the culture as we define it is uh, how we live and behave every day, um, and that that's what that's what our culture is. What are you seven? You fucking idiot! Did you just hear what he said? He gave you a prime example, and you're sitting there saying no. No, it doesn't say anything bad about our culture. That our guys did nothing to break it up. Kids did nothing to stop it. What does that say about your culture? Yeah, well, the, 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 culture, the culture as we define it is uh, how we live and behave every day. Um, and that. Yeah, the follow up needs to say, but they didn't. So quit being retarded and answer the question. That's what, that's what our culture is. And our culture. Um, you know, was not represented in in that way. Did it upset you that kids didn't try to stop it? Did it upset you that kids didn't try to stop it? Pardon me? Does it upset you that kids didn't try to stop it? So, so you know, without going into any further details, oh you know, my because God. there's a How weak. investigation, you know, I'm not going to be, um, you know, irresponsible and comment further about everything. Okay. So he can't say... Uh, yes, it upset me, or no, it did not upset me. He is now just doing lawyer speak. Mel, I'm wondering on the incident, what, who did you hear from, and how quickly afterward did you hear about it? Mm. And Why is that pertinent? Who did you hear from? Uh, the trainer. 
three minutes. And I guess when you did from a personal level. Yeah, you see, because people want to know the timing of those events, you know, because that could mean he's a liar. Big black dick, because I know you want to when you reviewed the video and everything, what was going through your mind in that? Yeah, so, um, you know, I was I was one of the last of the, the Spartans to come off the field. And I was, uh, it was right after I smacked that fan. Uh, See that guy put his hand on his head? And he was, motherfucker! It's great. You know, my, my, you know, my uh, responsibility was to try to get our players off the field safely. So um, all the players were, were ahead of me and I, I was pulling up the rear. And uh, so, um, you know, went into the locker room, addressed the team, went and did radio. And then before I got with you guys um, at the presser, um, I was made aware that, that there was an incident, but I didn't have any specifics. Um, and so, and I told, and I told, I told you all that at that time and so um, I was able to gather um, information on Sunday morning and throughout the day um, from you know um, our athletic director the Big Ten Conference and um, like I said you know reviewed it and then came to these conclusions and um, and now there's an investigation and you know we're gonna you know let that play out you see I appreciate the effort of him. Like, you know, I can't really talk about it. But what I want to see is him say, hey, motherfucker, I just told you. I've been given marching orders by the boss. And I make $95 million. And I want to keep making $95 million. So if you ask me one more fucking time something that I can't answer, I want to put my foot right up your asshole. All right, I can't take it. Enough. Uh, these fucking reporters are stupid. <clears throat> oh, my God. Well, um, so they ended up um, uh, suspending four more dudes, like I mentioned. And uh, it doesn't matter. They suck. They're going to get beat by Illinois. Illinois is pretty good. Uh Another thing I want to get into is the college football playoff rankings just came out. Okay. So this is the first poll that comes out that determines who is going to be in the final four. The playoffs go, comes down to four teams in college football for now. And a couple of things surprise people. The first surprise, actually three surprises. Surprise number one, Georgia is third. Surprise number two, Tennessee is first. Surprise number three, Clemson is fourth. Michigan, fifth. Oh, no. Oh, boy. All right. Now, a lot has to, will happen because, first of all, Tennessee plays Georgia this weekend at Georgia. 3.30 Saturday. It's uh, going to be great, you know? I mean, fantastic. And, you know, it's probably for the people in Knoxville, 
it's good that they're not playing in at Neyland Stadium because if Tennessee beat would have beaten Georgia at Neyland Stadium, I mean, they would have destroyed the place. These are savage people in Knoxville. They're the absolute worst fans in the history of any sport. They are absolute monsters. So their fan base of scuzzy, hilljack, East Tennessee, uh, MAGA scum must go to Georgia and do their thing between the hedges uh, against the Bulldogs. Now, with a little luck, Georgia will beat the shit out of Tennessee. But if Tennessee wins, that doesn't necessarily mean Georgia is out of the final dance, but... You know, then you got to weave Alabama back into it and then the SEC championship game. So I don't know if you're seven deep, maybe six deep for sure as to who's going to be in the final four. So you got to consider Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, maybe TCU. I don't know about TCU. But then if Michigan, because Michigan's going to play Ohio State last game of the year. Uh... If either one of the, whoever wins that game, because if they meet and they're both undefeated and they most likely will be, winner of that, loser of that game's out, will not make the final four more than likely. I predict final four will be Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. Tennessee, out. They'll be exposed this weekend. Michigan will lose to Ohio State, and there you go. That is your final four. Some of you are hearing that, and you're going to get butt hurt, but don't ever count out Bama. I hate them too, okay? Trust me, I hate them too. I see Sam the Jew is here. Sam, good to have you. He writes, slowly but surely, Bama will make its way back into the top four. All right. Where am I here? My God, this show's getting long in the tooth. Uh, On the Patreon, I have video to show you of Jackie's dog losing her mind. When you hear the noise this dog makes when she is in, uh, because she gets aggressive with other dogs, you're going to be like, what the fuck is that? Stephen King, the writer, legendary writer, absolute American treasure, is uh, going after Elon Musk in a hilarious way over the blue check mark. I titled this podcast on Twitch as Planet Killer Coming, Planet Killer Asteroid on the way. And that's true. I'll tell you about it. It's a mile wide. I'm going to tell you all about that and about the problems with scanning the skies the um, uh, uh, and, and how we don't have all of our bases covered and how if, it does, if, a, if a punch does come in from the back of the room, we might not even know it. I'm not even shitting you. All on this Patreon. Well, on the Patreon. Coming up in a bit. That's why you need to sign up for Patreon. It's more of the shit that I wanted to talk about on here, but I run out of fucking time. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. 
Asshole of the day in a moment. Bosco's Pub. Hello to you. Bosco's Pub. Uh, part of Terra Square, Hudsonville, Michigan. Notoriously, outrageously awesome burgers. Cold beers, stiff drinks, and dicks at Bosco's Pub. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Servicing all makes and models. The only thing they don't work on, Volkswagens. ER Vines. ERVines.com online. Uh, go there, get your car fixed. Ask about the loaner car program. It's free. You got to be over like 25 years old and you got to have insurance. Otherwise, no car. 616-532-6600. Dumpster divers. Get a dumpster from dumpster divers. They're cheaper than everybody else's dumpsters. They do demolition work. They do junk removal. Dumpster divers. LLC.com. Call or text 616-375-9962 if you are in West Michigan. Open enrollment for Obamacare is going on right now. Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance, buyinsurancehere.com, 616-914-4070. So if your employer does not offer insurance, this is for you. If you own your own business and you got to get insured, you and your family, this is for you. And if something happened at work, like the boss found out in a hypothetical scenario that uh, you punch chicks, hypothetically, allegedly, could be talking about anyone, uh, not ripped from the headlines. Uh, and then you're suddenly out because you've disrupted a behavior clause. Okay. And then, so you suddenly have no job. You can still get insurance. 616-914-4070. Frank Fuss works for free as a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Uh, he gets paid by insurance companies. He is also the Medicare Advantage Plan and social, secu- uh, social security guru. Get a mortgage from Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Any state in the union that you are listening in with the exception of Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, and South Carolina. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Before I get to the asshole of the day, I have some show and tell. These are announcers for the Carolina Hurricanes. Audio check, video check. Talking about Halloween candy. He wants to say, well, I don't want to say it. Just absolutely hit the lottery with a bunch of Reese's penis, peanut butter cups, trick-or-treating. That's what's on the table tonight. It would be a heck of a month if they... Okay. Uh, first of all, what's this guy doing wearing the three-quarter pull-up with tie, with dress shirt, with coat? And why is dude next to him not laughing his balls off when he says that? Just absolutely hit the lottery with a bunch of Reese's penis, peanut butter cups, trick-or-treating. That's what's on the table tonight. It would be a heck of a month if they... <laughs> Yeah, one more day. Absolutely hit the lottery with a bunch of Reese's penis, peanut butter cups, trick or treating. <laughs> That's what's on the table tonight. It would be a heck of a month if they just absolutely hit the lottery with a bunch of Reese's penis, peanut butter cups, trick or treating. <laughs> if I'm other dude, I'm like, what did you just say? Or just, I don't know, anything. Raise an eyebrow. Give me some reaction, man. That would have just put this into the uh, into the upper reaches of the hilarity atmosphere, for God's sake. All right. 
Put your Reese's penis on the table. You hit the lottery with, with the Reese's penis. The asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. I barely remember what the fuck we talked about. Philly fan, great. Uh, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper hits the home run. Uh, pitcher tips his pitches. Phillies kick ass. Michael Rappaport. Uh, we went around the dial, had some fun with that. Sang a lot of great classic rock songs. We had my dad on for Dear Meathead. Not to mention, uh, MSU, Mel Tucker Speaks. But I really don't know who the asshole of the day is. I mean, uh, Tucker's kind of a dumbass, but it doesn't make him asshole of the day. So I guess we'll just have to make it the MSU players. Everybody's everybody's piling on at this point. Who cares? You know? All right. Good luck in the lottery. I think the Powerball is happening again tonight. Uh, there's your asshole of the day. And that is my time. I appreciate you very much for checking this out. Um, Kenny is stupid. You know it's bad when I see six comments and four are his. It's always the same. It's, it's, it's always, it never, it never changes. He writes asshole the day people that charge too much for their various services at weddings. Do you know what, what are you doing? No, that's, that's, that's the price of the service. What do you want me to give it away? They, they got to eat too, you know, Jesus, shut up, Kenny. All right. Thank you for being here. You guys are the best. Have a good one. Talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.